Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG that will finally answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. I am your humble lore master, Don Marshall. Around me are my friends, because I have met most of them in real life. Say hi, friends. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, we are approaching our sort of like almost... Uh, I believe this is episode 15, and I originally planned this out for 30 episodes, but of course I have no way of knowing whether or not we'll actually reach that 30 uh, to make that the end. So imagine this as a sort of check-in to say, well done for sticking with us this long. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, you all. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, y'all. Uh, we do want to thank, of course, our two lovely sponsors. Uh, we want to thank Free League Publishing, who gave us advanced copies of this TTRPG, The One Ring, so we could play a more fleshed out version of Middle Earth. If you would like to order the TTRPG, whether it is the bundle, the starter kit, the core rulebook, the dice, the maps, go to freeleaguepublishing.com today. I also want to thank the Rook and the Raven, who have very graciously sent us some very cool stuff. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, you've both got them now. Yes, amazing notebooks. Go to therookandtheraven.com. I also want to let you know that the image appearing on screen, I, for one, will welcome our Bird Overlords merchandise launched last night. Thank you to everyone that has already bought it. I promise I will actually send it to the players this time. I haven't forgotten. I just <laughs> ran out of hours in the day and I needed to sleep. So you can get that at uh, the link down below at the merch store. And thank you to everyone that has already purchased it. We have several thank yous to get uh, through. First, the artwork has been done by Sarah M. Shunky. Follow her at Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. The battle maps are done by Little With the Cartographer. Find his services on Facebook. And the music is crafted by a very talented Cullen Vance. Go to CullenVanceCreative.com to buy his music, or you can stream it anywhere. But please, for the love of God, buy the man's music. Give him money, please. <laughs> That's me just like uh, wanting my friends to succeed. Anyway, another special thanks to my wife. She goes by Nat20Wife on all social media platforms. Honey, um, thanks for keeping my brain in such great working order as I continue to write even more pages of this ridiculous fan fiction that so many people have come along Done. with us. <laughs> There's more have pages you, have, have you reached 100? I'm assuming you've reached 100 pages now. So I created a new episode outline to write a recap and figure out where the story goes from here now that we've gotten so far in, and it's uh, 19 pages. Oh my goodness. Oh! Great. So, so okay, Math. fantastic. So we're up to 116 pages. Yes. 116. Six, yeah, 116 it. pages. So, I'll be sure to derail it as much as I possibly can. Yeah, uh, there's a reason I started a whole nother document, Max, but it, in the best <laughs> possible way. You guys have uh, have been really great in doing this. So I think we should just get right into it. Are you guys ready? Let's go, let's, let's go, let's go. Let's go. When we last left off, our heroes had approached Sauron's ancient fortress thought abandoned Dol Guldor. However, upon arriving, quite stealthily, might I add, nice job on the rolls, even you, Barry, you discovered that there were bodies of both orcs and also of the Haradrim, seemingly locked in battle, but all dead. You also managed to find a talking cat and the talking cat named Tevildo strung you along for about 45 minutes of what I think might be the best gameplay we've ever had <laughs> in so terms good. of role play. 
well done, all of you. But the cat, through a number of successful persuasion checks that I cannot believe you all managed to get up to, just real, revealing behind the curtain, you had to hit a certain number before the magic started to reveal. Halloweth even commanding him in Elvish to reveal who he was. And in the elves' heads, they heard Ashkna Storbadruk and realized that this cat, Tavildo, was in fact the shape-shifting Maya, Sauron the Deceiver. In a tense battle between the raven, whom Halloweth knew to be a kind of conduit for the wizard's Alatar. Alatar and Sauron struggled in a battle of words in a language that none of you understood. And as Alatar's raven seemed to fade the spirit of Sauron and defeat him, and the bird fluttered off, the spirit of Sauron in this black ichor rose out of the cat's mouth as the body went limp and this shadowy spirit began drifting further south. It was at that point that both elves failed their awareness checks and only <laughs> Beery was able to notice the footsteps behind him as a hood went over his head and then over to Nell's and then over Halloweth's. Tanel, you had your weapon out and managed to convince me, because it was well enough, <laughs> to be able to make an attack roll to try and fend off this attacker that took you by surprise. You failed, but not before you did hear one of your would-be captors yell out a curse in Elvish. Now, I am going to ask you all to make a series of rolls to see just how aware you're going to be as we continue this. Oh boy, okay. The three of you feel the hoods go over your head and your bodies are pulled in different directions, almost as if there are different uh, peoples holding on to each limb. Beery, you don't recognize any of the words being spoken, but give me an insight check and then Halloweth and Tanel, can you please make an awareness check for me. Please work this time. Do you want an insight from Beery at all? I want an insight from Beery, yes. No, I mean, sorry, awareness. Uh, Yeah, give me an awareness check as well. Okay, you got it. Tanel, don't you dare. <laughs> did you do it? Did you Gandalf? Did you, did you Tim? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> First roll of it's, the- It's no longer a Gandalf, game. it's now a Tanel. <laughs> One of the dice is a six. <laughs> And one of the dice is a six. You know what? Do you want to just? Do you want to just take my best route? Right? We don't even need to role play anymore. You guys just. You guys literally just walk into Mordor. Here's <laughs> Ungolbi. And I'm even using a different dice. I'm just using oh, my regular. Okay. I'm just using my regular D and D D twelves. Mm -hmm, I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, insight <laughs> is uh, a three out of sixteen. Okay, so rule bad. Beery, you have no idea what these what these what's happening. There's there's no awareness from you. You you remain. And then awareness. Yeah. Oh no. Is a success. Okay. Halloween. He's used to wrestling. Mm -hmm. He's used to getting pulled around, you know, growing mm -hmm. up in, in mm -hmm. Erebor. Young dwarves wrestle. 
Uh, Hallowith beats his target number by eight. By eight. Whoa. My goodness. Okay, so the three of you somehow managing to keep your wits about you notice that as the hoods are pulled over your heads, there are a number of herbs and flowers on the inside that are jostling about. And you begin to start to feel your vision go fuzzy and you remain slightly groggy. You do, however, manage to stay conscious. And as each one of your limbs is grabbed by one of these uh, peoples, they begin to march you. And as they continue to march, Beery, whatever medication or herbs is in this hood starts to kick in a little bit more for you. You are groggy, but from your left, after you're dragged about a hundred yards away from Dull Goldor, you do start to hear the clip-clop, clip-clop of horses, as well as a shorter footfall that you would recognize with a successful awareness check as Gorge. Oh, does he have a little hood too? You don't is that going to be the cutest thing ever? Hood. You don't know if Gorge is wearing a hood. So we're a little bit too groggy to like put up a good fight. Am yeah. I understanding that correctly? Yeah, yeah. This is, okay. this is almost a, in, a, in a daze, but you are managing to st- at least stay conscious. Okay, so his like, yeah, feet are just kind of lazily just flopping in front of him as he's led. Okay, okay. So okay. they definitely took my sword. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have been disarmed immediately. All of your weapons have been taken from you. And it is at this time you are thrown rather um, unceremoniously tied up with your hands and feet bound into the back of a very large uh, wagon. And there are several horses in there. Is that a yeah? And the the sound of the horses clapping away. And you are very unceremoniously uh, lugged away in this cart, and you're going pretty fast. Um, holy crap! Uh, well, Beery's gonna be struggling like a he's he's gonna be going nuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, especially after seeing black smoke come ripping out of a cat yeah he's mm-hmm. on edge yeah he's fighting, fighting like are, you, hell. are you trying to break out of these ropes well mainly just trying to like whip his head from side to side trying mm-hmm. to get rid of the 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 hood i don't know if it's tied oh. around his neck or not go ahead and make an athletics check please oh, oh. Idea. uh Freaking with ill bad. favor with ill favor damn it all right here we go Ooh, rolled a six Mm-hmm. Rolled rolled pretty high, but okay. So ill favor. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I rolled the same twice. Okay. Twenty with ill favor. Twenty with rolled ill a five. Favor. He's strong wow. as hell. Okay. All right. We'll say Jeez. this with a successful on disadvantage in the back of a wag of a moving wagon, Beery. <laughs> you whip your head back and forth, yelling, screaming, kicking. And the edge of the hood manages to catch an edge on one of the nails in the wagon. And it kind of hits you in the head and digs oh. into the leather of, of the, the uh, armor that you're wearing. But it does cause a small tear in oh. the hood. And as you peer out, you notice that the forest is moving by quickly and the trees are getting thicker and thicker. And larger. Do I see my compatriots? 
you would notice Tanel and Hallowith in the wagon next to you. Hallowith, Tanel, I need you both to make awareness checks again, but with ill favor this time, please. Son of a... Damn it, I rolled another Gandalf and the other one was a two. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I hit my target number exactly. Did you really? Really? Yes. I rolled only twos on every single die, so I didn't, wow. didn't make it. <laughs> oh, okay. Tanel, you're totally out of it. These herbs, whatever's in the hood causing you to feel groggy, it's it's real bad for you. It's just Halloween. Now <laughs> you can't quite make out where you are. And Beery, you know you are only being thrust further into the forest, but Halloween, you do hear amidst the silence of just the wagon moving, and that is the real only sound, Mm -hmm. there is a sentence or two in Elvish about an hour into the journey. And then one hour becomes two. And then two hours becomes three. And you are moving really fast. And it is around this time that you begin to feel the cart slow down. Beery. Holy crap. In these in these three hours, he's gonna like try and locate the nail that's poking out of like the railing of the of the cart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Find it, you know, kind of reference it and try to find it with his teeth. And he's just be like this entire time trying trying to like pull that try, thing yeah, out. Try and get it off. Um go ahead and make a make an awareness check with ill favor, please. You got it, you got it. Yeah, to try and find it, you betcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um how that's just gonna say eteletas. It's just what is eteletas in Elvish? Uh, release us. Release us. Ooh. Okay. Just so that they know that exactly who we are. Okay. At least that we're elves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume they Success, just, but just barely. Okay. You do manage to find the, uh, the, the, the nail again, and you quick try and pull it to bridge the gap a little bit. Yeah, oh my old friend, and just trying to uh, mm-hmm. pull the nail out with his teeth. Does he get it? I mean, uh, eventually. It's it okay takes, if he doesn't. It, it takes you a while, but yeah. you do manage to get the nail. You can't pull it out with your teeth, but it can kind of rip the hood open a little bit more, enough so that your vision <laughs> is like this. <laughs> just a little, <laughs> a little more clear. Okay. After several hours in this cart, you kind of hoist yourself up and you start to see lamps that are attached to enormous roots and a gate wide and tall built within the trees. And as you cross through this gate, there is a smattering of noise. And since you are all amazingly managing to stay conscious, Tanel, you probably have it the worst. You do start to feel a temperature difference. It gets warmer as you pass through the gate and the you seem to be in a, a more underground location. And Hallowith, Tanel, oh, you too would oh, notice no. more oh. elvish being spoken <laughs> Great. Um, you are hoisted <laughs> back out of the cart grabbed and each led into separate cells 
where you are given water and bread. You spend one hour there. Two hours. Do we still oh have bags? During three hours. Yeah, are we still? You do. You do still have the bags Shh. over your face. How am I meant to have bread with? How am I meant to eat and drink with bags over our heads? In the third hour. Oh, no. <laughs> two elves come into each of your cells, bows drawn. Oh, theory. Just, I'm so sorry. I keep interrupting. I'm just excited. No, 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 go, go, go. Yeah. Um, he's been kind of like peeking out of, uh, of his, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. the little hole he's made. Mm-hmm. Kind of peeking out and he's, he's acting passed out against the, because he feels woozy. You do, you do still feel woozy. Yeah, woozy. you know that anything you try and do would be a little tough. So he's just going to be like laying against the back of his cell, hoping one will get close enough so that he can just headbutt the absolute socks off of one of these these elves. Okay. Give me, oh, there's no deception check. So give me a, I'll allow you to make a persuasion check or a stealth check to see if you could pretend oh, to be persuasion. a persuasion. He's okay. going to like do like little snoring sounds and uh-huh, uh-huh. Little, like little <laughs> kicks and mm-hmm. you know, like he's dreaming. <laughs> oh, please. 20. 20. All right. 15, 15 to, or sorry, 13 to, mm-hmm, to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beery. Two elven guards enter your room with bread and water. One of them has their bow drawn, pointed at you. The other has his sword out and a plate. Puts the plate down about two feet from you, and very gingerly attempts to unravel the knotted cord that is keeping this attached to your neck. What would you like to do? The second that thing gets slack, yeah, mm-hmm. he's just resurrecting up and whack. <laughs> I need you to make an athletics check, but with ill favor, please. Gonna get you. This get is gonna. You. This is gonna go over great. <laughs> mm, I can only imagine that this is the wisest decision. Absolutely, hundred percent. Hey, they, we just got adopted, and I don't know where my friends are. Where's Gorge? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled a six, but we also a, okay. Um, it's a success. Okay. I need to roll a dice. Hang on. <laughs> okay. That is a failure on that guard's part. So, Beery, you peering out of this little hole as this elf bends down. As soon as the bag comes off of your head, the flowers and herbs go everywhere, and you, quick as a flash, sook headbutt him. The elf takes three points of damage, lets out an elven swear, and drops the food. The elf with the bow gets real close to your face and says, Dotto, which is elvish for stop. You wouldn't know that, but that's just a fun obscure. He doesn't understand anything, but he's swearing and dwarven right Mm -hmm, now, and mm -hmm. he's kind of looking like a a cornered animal. Mm -hmm. Seeming a little bit more intense and violent than than normal beery. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. And just, you know, like kind of a you know, bit of a cornered animal. He's still feeling a little woozy. So at these, he knows not to get on the business end of a, of a elven bow, mm-hmm. but he wanted to at least bust a nose. All right. Well, you certainly did hurt this guard quite a bit. Very the good. elf with the bow looks down at you and speaks to you in the common tongue. Wolf, you have been found trespassing in the fortress of Dull Guldor. A most evil place in a most evil time. To determine if you are friend or foe, you will be interrogated before being brought before the throne of King Thranduil. 
last high king of the elves of Mirkwood. I would suggest you choose your words carefully. All right, here we go. I don't feel like you realize the mistake you have made. Where are my companions? We need words. The elf glances back behind him. Mordwin. And it is at this point that I would like to ask Tori and Zach to leave the Zoom call. Son of a... <laughs> Don, how dare you? What is It'll this? Text you. Keep your phones with you. It won't be long. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Bye, everyone, I guess. You see you later. Bye. Bye. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Bye. Take your headphones off. I don't trust you. <laughs> Don, what are you up to? This is, I'm nervous. Chris, come on in. <gasps> oh my God. Chris, what are you Hello. doing? Hello. What Damn do you it. think I'm doing? <laughs> oh my God. Hello, I am Max. so happy and so fearful now. Friends, please Be welcome afraid. my dear friend, Wizard <laughs> so Way Chris. You. Oh my God. <laughs> I need a drink. Oh my god. <laughs> After okay. what your character just pulled. <laughs> Beery. The elf with the arrow loosens it, looks at this elf, Mordween, and says, You have five minutes before we move on to the next one. And Who's this? approaching you is a six and a half foot tall elf dressed in the same uh elven guard robes sort of the same sort of garb a braid of long blonde hair and dark piercing eyes Ooh. okay 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 <clears throat> um <clears throat> hello um i'm a bit weird not speak flowers Oh. You will be happy to know, dwarf. Uh, and I'm going to slowly pick off the fingers of the gloves that I am wearing. No, not the gloves! You'll be happy to know, dwarf, that your boorish companion now graces our stables and not our dinner plates. If you touch a precious hair of his head. Oh, you'll be- you'll Perhaps be you shouldn't give me reason to. Hey, we, we could have just talked. You need to bag us. Okay, well, first of all, let's, let's back things up. What need, it's going to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Would a dwarf have to trespass in the realm of the Elven King? Look, we are beset on a very dangerous an important mission from Lord Elrond and Galadriel. She's quite beautiful, by the way. If you, if you get to meet her, she's, she's fantastic. Um, anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, wow, the flowers are just got, got me real woozy. Uh, we are very important adventurers and friends. Important adventurers and friends. Hi. We've been told such stories before. Why should I believe you? Well, I mean, 
ask the rest of them. I mean, as long as you do, you're not you're not eating my friends. Where where are we? Where where am I? I'm, we're underground. I like that, I, and I like what you've done with the place. We do not live underground by choice. Why not? Underground's great. It's heated during the winter. It's cool during the summer, and you have precious gems in ore and all. Holding up the hand to to try to silence. He doesn't shut up much. <laughs> I know he doesn't. <laughs> oh dear. Rest assured, dwarf. Your fellows and your cart will be thoroughly searched. And if you lie to me in any way, it will cost you dearly. It is at this point, it is at this point that the other elf that was drawing the bow nudges you, Mardwin, and goes, Commander. One more outburst from you, dwarf, and you will see the consequences. Leaving so soon. My my character is going to turn and leave the cell. All right. Ooh, can I give their character a just a, a, a quick scan just to like understand rank and also what weapons are on them? Go ahead and make a scan check for me. Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh yes. We've been rolling twenties. Um. Yeah. Blew out the uh, the challenge. Well, Barry, I, you know what, Mordwin, take it away. What's, what's on your elvish person? Um, there's a long sword with one of the extra long hilts, yes. uh, on the elf's back, much like, uh, the double handed blades that were used in the last Alliance, just as reference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he is fully armed. But other than a few extra embellishments on the armor, there is nothing that stands him apart from from his fellows. Mm, very utilitarian. Um, as the the gates close uh, behind him, uh, kind of like holds onto the bars and like pushes his face, you know, against the bars. And I um. Great props to uh, whatever Smith lies down here. I'd very much love to meet them. Uh, when 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 I'm let out of here and you know all of that stuff, and his voice just kind of like fades. I, into the my character's going to take one backwards glance and just the eyebrow raise and <laughs> Excellent. Oh my God, Chris! I can't, I, love I it. can't do that on my own. So. That's okay. <laughs> the interrogation moves on to the next. Portion, I will now call Tinel. Max, please exit the premises. I will text you and you can come back in. Chris, would you mind turning off your video? Uh, yes. I love this so much. This I'm having fun. <laughs> Chris, come on in. Tanel, as oh, you hear the footsteps <laughs> of the elves approaching your cell door, the door opens and an elf comes in with bow drawn. 
You have been found trespassing in the fortress of Dull Guldor, a most evil place in this evil time. To determine if you are friend or foe, you shall be brought before the interrogator and a second elf. Mordwin walks in behind this elf. The slack on the bow loosens. And the interrogation begins. It is foolish to enter Erin without leave. Why have you come? I have been sent by Rivendell and by wizards and by everyone. Oh, wizards Something. even. Where are my friends? They are being taken care of. Beery. You didn't harm him, did you? You have a soft spot for the dwarf? Well, because typically you don't. For good reason. You are not trespassing for any nefarious reason. It was to gain a better understanding of what we face. And what do we face, pray tell? The new Dark Lord. The new Dark Lord. You don't speak of Sauron? No. Of Gwaihir, who took the ring and resides in Mordor. Who took over all of the elves. Well, the elven lords and ladies that had their rings of power. You will see a look of tension and trepidation across Mordwin's face. Mm -hmm. No insight check needed on that one. Mm -hmm. Carry on. But don't worry about them. They're fine now. Our forest is dark and treacherous. Only enemies dwell here. Give me a reason to release you. I seek to bring light back to your forest. For you see mine- You would seek to bring light to my forest when so many have tried prior to you. Why would you succeed when no other has? Because I banished Gwai here from, well, me and my friends. Banished Gwai here from taking control of Galadriel and Elrond. Sorry, give me a moment. <laughs> and if you want a little bit of just how Tanel is sitting, it is tense. And she's kind of glaring at you through her brows. Oh, the, the glare is mutual. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I know much of what goes on outside of these woods. Mm, it's good one of us does. I shall relay your words to the Elven King. He does not take kindly to unexpected visitors. It is at this point, the other elf that had the bow pointed at you, Tanel, goes, Commander, the third. Tori, mm -hmm. please exit the Zoom call. Okay. 
Halloweth. You hear the patter of footsteps on the ground, light elven steps approach your cell. Mm-hmm. And an elf with a bow drawn pointed at you as the gate opens with this third elf, comes barreling in and says, you have been found trespassing in Dull Goldor. I... And another elf barges in or behind this, this elven woman mm. and says, enough. Chris, come on back in. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. Halloweth, what you see standing before you is an elf draped in the same garb as the other elves, a sort of um, guard of the citadel, if you will, uh, of the Mirkwood, um, the Mirkwood people. Mm. And as you are sitting there still bound, they remove the bag from your head. You start to feel a bit more clear. And this elf with this long blonde braid stands before you. Umbor Eyar. Hurul Tula. Halloweth. Please make a lore check. Of course. Oh, brilliant. Uh, oh, I succeed fairly easily by quite quite some margin. Um, Halloweth, this elf is speaking to you not in Sindarin, but in Quenya, Quenya. Elvish. Mm-hmm. And Give I me will an translate ins- since you understand. Yes, go ahead and translate. And then um, once you're since done the you... translation, Chris, let me know. Yes, uh, the translation is, there are dark clouds, a storm is coming. Halloweth, mm-hmm. please give me an insight check. Okay. Ooh, couple of sixes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, very tasty. And yes, I do beat my target number by, again, quite some margin. I'm rolling well today. This is right. 16. Uh, Chris. Yeah, by 10. Perfect. Chris, I'm going to metagame a bit here. Would you like to please explain to our audience whether or not it is a good idea for Halloweth to answer in Quenya or in the common tongue or in Sindarin? It would be ill-advised to respond in Quenya. However, Sindarin would be looked upon favorably by the self. And Halloweth, you realize this in a moment. Wonderful. Then I shall respond in Sindarin. Um, is there, is this kind of, does Halloweth know that this could be potentially a test, like a password kind of situation? Okay. That's that's probably the vibe being yeah. given off. I, I would respond in kind with a Sindarin response, which would usually be both friendly and whatever is expected of a friend. Hmm. Okay, okay, so you probably respond something along the lines of we do not bring the storm. Right. Okay, mm. perfect. Well, <laughs> I see you have a modicum of tact. Mm. Let us hope that holds. I grow weary of your companions. My it apologies, would be unwise are. to antagonize us given your current position. Indeed. Um my apologies 
for the decorum. Uh, they are less versed in the traditions of the elves of the green wood. I regret that we have met under such shadowy and distasteful circumstances. As do I, these are dark days. What would compel you to enter this realm? Why would you come here where only enemies tread our paths? We were sent by the blue wizards, Elaren and Anatar. They were concerned with the activity in Dol Guldur, and they were right to think so. We found a menace in the shadows there. What menace did you find? That I am unwilling to disclose to anyone but the wizards themselves, as of yet. Hallowith, it is at this moment you start to notice that some of the roots that make up the walls of this cell begin to tremble ever so slightly as the elf in front of you begins to mouth words ever so slightly under his breath. Also, if you are paying close enough attention, you will see there is a shift in my eye color. And these roots are going to tremble and twitch to life. And they are going to slowly curl around your arms and legs that are against the wall. Hallowith, you've desperately tried to get elven magic to obey your commands mm -hmm. before yeah. Radagast's door mm -hmm. many a time. Yes. This is a mastery of this magic, and whichever elf stands before you as this interrogator is wise and powerful. And it's not quite like cutting off your circulation, but it is almost like a menacing snake saying, I'm on your body. It is a mm -hmm. warning. The nights grow long, the darkness deepens, and in the shadows, the enemy breeds his filth to poison us. And Be you, careful you don't make it worse. And you believe we are contributing to this poison? Do you not see who is before you? I'm a friend of Mithranda, of Radagast, and of the Blue Wizards. I am sent on a quest from Imladris. I am not one to be viewed as a foe. Please, we are on the same side. I am aware of the darkness. I am aware of what you fear. I am trying to belay that. You see the color shift back to normal in Mordoin's eyes. And as if he's coming to his senses for a moment, um, the vines loosen. The roots As loosen. the vines begin to loosen, the elf that had the bow comes up to you, Morduin, and goes, Commander, Lord Thranduil requests an audience. This is not the end between us. And my character turns on heel and leaves. All right. Chris, thank you for coming. And let me get the others back in. Oh, my God. All right. Halloween. <laughs> As the elf leaves your cell, mm -hmm. the second one that had the bow pointed at you 
gestures for you to follow him. Your hands still bound. Can, can, you going? The, the, yeah, there's just a kind of an eye roll. Like, do you know, I I'm so old and so over this. Can oh, fine. You were about to say, do you know who I am? Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of. It's like, yeah, I'm. I mean, I mean, Anduil, ever the dramatic bastard, for God's sake. <laughs> this will be fun. Tanel, you hear the footsteps again. Your cell door opens, and you see Halloweth and this guard. You are both brought before Beery's cell. The door opens, Beery comes out. You see this guard, and you are led through a number of passageways. I need you all to make awareness checks for me. I was about to say, can I make sure that Beery isn't injured in any way? Uh, Beery, you, you guys With can awareness think, talk. Check? You guys can attempt to talk to each other during this moment, I think. Perfect. Yeah, okay. let me do my awareness real quick. Oh, yeah. I beat my target number by eight. All right. Tanel. Oh, I beat it. Yeah. Uh, by three. Okay. Just under. I rolled Just a six, though. So I don't know if that counts, but he's too elated to see his friends. Um, he comes running up. Whoa! Hi! You made it. We're prisoners. Yes. Are you all right? Yeah. I mean, got a little. Uh, are, we, are we, are our hands still bound? Yeah, your hands are still bound. Okay. But can he, like, is it this way or is it backwards? Uh, it's I, I did this gesture first, so I'll do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I got a little bit of a knot right here, but you should see the other guy. <laughs> hey. It is at this point that the uh, elf that has the bow just goes, <laughs> like a hard huff. This <laughs> his nose like a little bit crooked. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. You are once prettier. Um, hey, I'm really happy you're all safe. You, I mean, mine. you're safe, right? Are we okay? We're fine. Yes. Mere inconvenience. They were saying some gibberish I didn't understand. The elf that is guiding the three of you goes, silence! <clears throat> and continues to walk down along these crooked paths. Those who pass their awareness checks would notice that there are many elves in here. Um more so than you would be aware of in any sort of capacity of the elven kingdom of Mirkwood. There are more elves within the kingdom and all look very tense and many have their eyes on you. About five minutes of walking later, you are brought into what you assume to be the throne room. There are a number of high steps with these branches and roots that seem to make up a almost bent to their will architecture of the elves that have crafted this over many, many thousands of years. The elf with the bow stands before the three of you. I am Rovandia. Vice Commander of King Thranduil of Mirkwood's guard. You have been found trespassing through Del Guldor. Oh, for... You will wait here. And he pauses for a moment, turns and leaves. About 30 seconds later, you hear footsteps. three, four, and in front of you stands the interrogator, Chris. 
<laughs> Come on back in. <laughs> Let's go. Chris. Uh, as a visual for my character now, my character has changed. Wearing very dark but elaborately brocaded robes. Uh, hair instead of braided now is loose about my face, and I am wearing a crown of thorns and spikes. And on the tips of the spikes of my crown are spider webs. And you can see a couple small spiders within the webs. It is at this point that the elf with the bow, Rovandir, comes back in. Stand attention before Lord Thranduil, last king of Mirkwood. Late is the hour in which you come to my realm. A missive was sent from Rivendell which I could not trust, as I have never trusted Rivendell. Oh my god. We're screwed. <laughs> Your story, quite unbelievable, sent by wizards. Not just by Gandalf the Grey, Mithrandir, but also by the blue wizards, whom we have not heard from since they came. You've been sent by Elrond. You've been sent by the Lady Galadriel herself. Pick one. Um, just kind of like looking up to his friends, he just kind of like nudges Halloweth. Just okay. say something. Okay. Um, Halloweth's going to recount this story because it's, it's not going to do any harm to the particular mission he's not going to mm -hmm. tell them about the fellowship he's not going to tell them about the ring per se and, and how Guai here is now holding on to that but he does tell them that he was while they were in Rivendell they sent out emissaries they sent out ravens to all of the different kingdoms of Rohan of Togondor to Erebor to Lorien and to Mirkwood he understands that you are distrusting. He understands that this is a dark time. But he recounts the story of, of going to Lorien, what happened in Lorien about um, the dealings with Radagast. He recounts their tale, essentially. And he also recounts the return of the Blue Wizards from Angmar and how they are available via... Uh, Rook the Raven uh, to commune with um, and should he wish to trust that be as it may but we're on a very tight schedule and Mirkwood is known for its theatrics and distrustfulness he and then Halworth kind of bows and says my name is Halworth of Lorien and originally of Gondolin. I have seen many wars, many battles, and many shadows. This 
is by far one of the biggest threats to yet face both Middle-earth and subsequently Valinor. If you are wise, you will heed my warnings and my pleas. I request that you believe us and let us be on our way. We are elvish kind. Of course we would not be in Dol Guldur through a whim. I think you will see a bit of a play of emotions as you go through your tale. Uh, Certainly a moment of shock to hear that the Blue Wizards are indeed returned and are basically within contact if needed. Mm -hmm. That's quite a surprise. but uh, there will also be a bit of a murmur that occurs when you mention that you're from Gondolin. Mm. That does identify you as a Noldor. And uh, this realm isn't very kind to Noldoran mm. elves. But uh, with said murmur happening, uh, Thranduil would hold up his hand and everyone would fall silent. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's all too. the info. Yeah, yeah. You wanna, you wanna, That's you a wanna lot rotate? of info. Why don't we, why don't we take our our five minute break here? <laughs> we'll give the real people a chance to acclimate themselves to this guest. We'll take our five for the hour here. We'll oh see you in a bit. God. And welcome back. When we last left off, our party had been tricked by King Thranduil into believing that he was actually just an interrogator. But before the party stands the king of Mirkwood. Chris, you had a question during the break. Go ahead and ask it I now. did have a question. The question is, the missive that was sent from Imladris or Rivendell to King Thranduil, did it contain the fate of the fellowship? It did. The fellowship's bodies were recovered approximately four days after the party left to get them. It took them two days to find the bodies and then two days to bring it back. Okay. So you, as Thranduil, would understand if you trust that letter that your son has passed. However, there is also the distinct possibility that the letter was wrong and that would remain in the back of your head. However, mm-hmm. given the story that has just been recounted to you and corroborated by all three of them, you would begin to piece together that it was in fact Glorfindel that sent the letter. Okay. <sighs> all right. I sense no deception in your words. But why are you the one to deliver them? Where is my son? Why was it not he who journeyed back to give me tidings of these great events? Um, Speak. My realm deserves to know what happened to the prince. Legolas of the Woodland Realm has perished at the hands of Gwahir the Wind Lord, who now holds Isildur's bane and the weapon of the enemy. The three of you begin to notice that there are a number of the roots and branches around 
this king's throne start to tremble ever so slightly. It is not quite an earthquake, but it's close. Thranduil? Basically hinting at the emotion that Thranduil is trying very hard not to let overtake him. Millennia have passed since Orome's horns were first heard on the wind of my realm. If the eagles have fallen to shadow, as you say, Manwe himself has abandoned us, has abandoned all of Middle-earth. I commend you for wanting to fight against the darkness, but my people have lost enough. What would you have of me? The way I see it, your highness, you have two options. You cannot stay. The darkness will shroud you, and as vigilant as your defenses are, they will eventually fall without alliance. All I can say to you is your people deserve to live, as do all the free peoples of this Middle Earth. Oh, agreed. We do deserve to live, but how we go about it ends up being the big question. Well, that's... You are not the only ones to think that we should seek alliances. Who has spoken to you? A very outspoken guard who commands a small following, he says derisively. <laughs> uh, the feeling is she probably has more support than... Uh, then he's letting on. Yeah, actually, mm. you know what, Thranduil, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. Okay, yeah. persuasion. So you're going to roll 1d12, and I believe it's going to be 3d6 if I made your character correctly. No, I'm sorry, 1d6. I forgot <laughs> he's not I, say, I see only... Yeah, I know, no. only... What on earth, Don? <laughs> you know what? That's what my on bad. Earth, Don? No, that's that's my bad. That's my bad. Roll roll two d sixes on that one. Okay, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you beat your target number. Okay, target number is which one? The one above. So that oh, TN. Be... Okay, you know. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your TN. So that would be your wit. Oh dear lord. Critical fail. <gasps> no! Sauron straight away. My goodness. I have Sauron on the D12. Oh. And only a two and a three on the on the D6s. So, oh. Uh, that tracks. That tracks. In, in Chris's... And I, I think in that case, the audience <laughs> would, around in... him would probably murmur like small, small yeah, in... people following her. She's, she's doing quite well in 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 a thematically perfect role thank you dice i cannot thank you enough for this <laughs> tanel halloweth beery the three of you as thranduil mentions this elven seemingly commander who is a little bit more outspoken and ready to go to war and seek alliances you begin to hear murmurs around you and you notice that there are elves watching you from the heights above in various walkways hallways and as well the ground begins to tremble ever so slightly again but only for the briefest moment and you get the sense that bringing up this elven 
commander has caused the other elves as well as Thranduil to feel a deep emotion, though it is unclear what. Mm. Mm. Okay. Seeing this, um, since since with very not not very very observant by any stretch of the imagination, but feeling this kind of um, apprehense, you know, just anyway, mm -hmm. um, you hear uh, Chris or Thranduil. Uh, from down <laughs> below, uh, from all the, the heads that are way up here, down where a dwarf head is, and you're, oh, oh, the wet band wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know all about you. Yeah, back home, we have plenty of stories about you. I don't believe one bait of them. But, um, <laughs> it is the time for alliances. They're right. Let me look at us. Uh, I think at this moment, <laughs> Uh, Thranduil, who was just mildly miffed for a moment there, uh, hardens a bit, mm. staring at you. There is ice and fire in his gaze. <laughs> and I think uh, from his crown is going to dangle one of the spiders. And without breaking eye contact with you, Dwarf, he is going to reach up, let it land on his finger, and he's going to crush it. As I mean, he stares um, at you. I probably misheard the song. So I had, um, anyways, um, it kind of nudges uh, Tanel forward. Yeah, Tanel actually puts a foot in front of Beery and half steps in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and says, my lord, you have a moment, a chance to do something great. We three stand before you because everyone else won't. They have shown their cowardice. Whereas you could stand with us and show your true might. Thranduil, what's going okay. through your head right now? In his head is a whole swirl of emotions. There is intense grief over the confirmation that his son is dead. There is anger toward the failed alliances in the past, um, especially the very rocky relationship that uh, Erangelin or Mirkwood has had with Erebor. But there is also a deep-seated desire in Thranduil to prove he is wiser and more valiant, I guess, in a way, and more worthy um, than his father, Orifer, was. Mm. Remembering As your father, Orifer, in that moment brings you back to the battle of the last alliance of elves and men. Don, don't do this. Welcome to the party, Chris. Yeah, welcome mm, to Pain Central. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, go ahead. Never mind, go ahead. It's the briefest of flashes. But you remember watching your father fall and the moment of realization that you would now be the leader of Mirkwood. 
I'm getting emotional. I apologize. Okay. Okay, I need a sec. <laughs> no, no, no. Take your time. Take your time. Here we go. Bit of lore. Go ahead. As a bit of lore, the reason I'm getting emotional and why Thrandu would also be getting emotional. Would you like me to not record this, Chris? We don't. No, this. no. I think this this is background and it gives, uh, you guys might not know that it's an obscure Lord of the Ring fact, Don. I have to share it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, at the Battle of the Last Alliance, Thranduil did fight along with his father, Orfer, who was king of Mirkwood at the time. Um, not only did Orfer fall, but two-thirds of the elves from Mirkwood fell in the Battle of the Last Alliance. And so Thranduil, when he returned to Greenwood, um, it was with a very small number, and it was devastating to the entire realm. Thus, his hesitance to get involved in a Ooh. conflict he doesn't feel is his own. Yeah. But Tanel's words do have an effect. They do have an effect. Yeah. They usually do. Tanel doesn't have one for tact either. So if she mm. did know that, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> In ages past, there was a time when Celebrimbor of the Feanorians made enchanted rings, three of which were exceedingly powerful. He gifted these to the elves. My father was deemed unworthy of such a boon. For millennia, I have bled, we all have bled for this land, for this people. No one has come to our aid, even when I have humbled myself and asked for it. My son was dear to me as was my father. I had hoped that Legolas would grow into a valiant and headstrong prince. <laughs> that hope is gone. If we are all that remains, What chance do we stand? And I think he's looking specifically at Tanel, who's you know, speaking of hope. Tanel. I think that we do have a chance. It is small, yes. But I have seen the destruction of my home not once, but twice. And here I still stand. And here our people still stand. I am not asking for you to send everyone into this fray. But if you could send anyone, you would see that there are alliances. There are people still standing. And she takes a smaller step forward and very quietly says, 
if you would like to continue this conversation later in front of not as many prying eyes, we can. As this is happening, Hallowith, please roll an awareness check and Beery, tell everybody what you rolled. What did you do? <laughs> I just show them what I rolled. Just tell them what you rolled. I have Sauron. Oh, son of a... Oh, dear. When, when was that roll done? What was that roll for? Don't you worry about that just yet, <gasps> Okay, Chris. okay. It's for me to know. Hallowith. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, I rolled a 27. My target number was 12. Okay. God. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, they're I see really all. powerful. <laughs> you elves with the dice today. I got two. I got yeah. my my D twelve was an eleven. I have two sixes and a five. Oh my god! Whoa. Wow! Two away from your highest roll, mm -hmm. you have absolutely no issue noticing that as Tanel gracefully steps in front of Beery, that Beery starts to fiddle in his pocket. Um, and ever so slowly looks down and oh. in his hand pulls out oh, no. the last remaining ring of power that the elves created. And only you see this. Which one is it? It's Elrond's. You destroyed Galadriel's. Yeah. Vilia, the Ring of Air. Beery, I need you to make an awareness check for me. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> nope. No? No. Hallowith. <laughs> You watch as Beery puts the ring on his finger. Ooh, damn. Do I need to go get a ring? No. Oh no. my god. Hallowith, you have a couple of seconds to react. What would you like to do? Um, I would... I can't, I can't, I'm going to look at my inventory real quick just to see yep. what I have. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> you know what? That's an excellent idea. Yeah. Tanelle um, has no idea. She's stepping in yeah, front of Beery. That's, I did. I did. Um, I'm going to, this is going to be a very kind of, I'm using my, this elven rope from Lorien. Using my elven rope from Lauren, I'm going to essentially <laughs> whip that out and try and throw that over <clears throat> wrist. Zach, Zach, yeah. your hands are bound, bound and you have. I'm bound. Oh, my stuff's gone. Um, <laughs> this is terrible. Don, oh, what are you doing? This is great. <laughs> I'll give you a moment to think okay, because me, in that split a second, in that split second, yeah. 
Oh, hang on, because I, I, I can do this. This will be a. This is going to take some rolls, I think. But I reckon. You have, oh, this is you have hope points. You have I, hope I points. Have, <laughs> I, I, I have, I, yeah, I do. Thank you. I do have. I have plenty of hope points. Luckily, um, I am going to. One second. I need to look something up. So just, just, just give me, give me a. Take your time. Take yeah. your time. As you do this. <laughs> Zach, I will let you formulate this in your hands. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. Beery. In an action that is not your own, you feel yourself slip the ring on your finger. Oh, my God. And it, it does make a bit of sense because of realizing who he is speaking to mm-hmm. after Erebor mm-hmm. suffered so much. You know, you know, tales and strife, that, that gets cast down through stories and tales oh, yeah. over generations. So this would definitely evoke negative emotions that Beery has no mm-hmm. problem with, but this would definitely be the seed that could definitely grow into something awful. Beery, as you slip the ring on your finger, you looking for something, Max, or are you... I'm going to make a ring real quick. Of course you are. Maybe <laughs> hold off on that for a second, because Beery, as you slip the ring on your finger, you hear a voice inside your head. Dwarf of mine. Whom do you serve? This is in my mind. He's, if he speaks, it's not outward. No. No. Whom do I serve? Is that what he just Whom the do voice you just serve asked? Was the question in the ethereal voice? I wasn't. <laughs> um, do you remain silent? I he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't actively respond to that. I think he would be trying to search for the source. Okay. The and source is seems to be everywhere. Just omnipresent. Mm-hmm. The source of the voice remaining in this sort of ethereal mist. You're still in Mirkwood. You've still got your wits about you, but you hear the voice. It is I. Aule. Beery, you would know that Aule one of the lesser gods, one of the Valar, the creator of the dwarves, the one that has for so long been in your thoughts, in your minds, and in dwarven culture, is speaking to you right now. <laughs> Mahal oh. himself. Um. How does one respond to this? This is like me. Um. As you continue to find or try to find the words remaining silence, the voice continues. Do not fear, child of mine. I shall guide you. I know a dwarf of the lonely mountain is one who is strong. Halloweth. Oh my God. We're going to come back to you now. Do you have a plan, because all of this is happening in an instant. Oh, I, I've just finished saying exactly, but people won't be able to 
to hear me say this, but okay. I've just told Don exactly what I've I've just muttered oh. softly but firmly okay. under my breath. Now for my persuasion, I'm using a hope point mm-hmm. for this as well. Oh my god. When you said a voice, that was my guess, and I was so satisfied I was right. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I I I beat it. But I have also a six. Okay. In there as well, and I beat it by Alright. So to persuade someone to take the ring off is very much like what Sam does to Frodo, right? There is a a a way to keep your wits about you in the way that Frodo was able to rip it off in the um, in the in the inn in Fellowship of the Ring, and you whisper, "Is it Leta? Leta, Leta, Chris? Which, which is, is that... not which isn't commanding Biri. It's mm. commanding the essentially his hand, the, the the physical aspect of it. I mean, to loosen and let slip from hand. Ah, oh, ooh, okay." Beery. Nice. That's good. Uh, Beery, this is going to be a contested roll. Beery, you will have ill favor. Hallowith, mm-hmm. props for the Elvish. And since we've got our <laughs> literal Elvish translator in the building, uh, we've got some in, applause there. It's, it's in, Appreciate I believe it. that's in Noldorin as well. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's definitely Quinya and not Sindarin. Yeah. Which is probably why he whispered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, well done. Ahead. Yeah. Don, so. this is like Beery's biggest moment of his, his like entire life. Mm-hmm. This is going to be is. hard to shake him out of. You mm-hmm. have ill favor, Beery, but Hallowith has regular favor. Okay. So it is going what to be rolling? a... You are rolling a... Hang on. We'll make this an awareness check. No. Oh. Okay. Hallowith you will roll a contested persuasion check and you have given yourself a hope point yes do i do do i take the number that i had originally before did you already roll for persuasion yeah i persuaded that's why i said i, mm-hmm. I, I, I oh i'm sorry you, oh, did. Yeah, yeah. you did what was it yeah what was the number you had before 18. 18. beery you need to roll it's higher than, than an 18. it's less than an 18. <gasps> but i did roll a six I don't know if that changes anything. Ooh, okay, okay. With a six, but less than. Beery, you be... You also... Oh, okay, okay, that's good to know. You also got a six. Beery, you begin to feel the ring slip off your finger, and it... I'm going to let the dice decide this. Oh, my God. I have a planned action depending on what happens. Oh, God, here we go. It was a three. Beery, the ring flips off your finger and bounces ever so slightly. Hallowith, dear, are you trying to make an attempt to grab it? Um, yeah. Okay. As, as Beery's going as, in after it. Okay. As both of you, both of you, make <laughs> athletics checks. Oh my and god! Oh. And Thranduil and Tinel, I need both of you to make awareness oh checks to my see if God. you notice what yeah, happens. Yeah, that'll, yeah, okay. that'll do it. Uh, I, I beat my target number by six. It's contested, so what did you roll oh. total? Um, 18 again. 18? Beery. This is going to be an athletics check. What'd you roll? 
just making sure there. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's underground. They get mm-hmm. some racial bonuses. I roll. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh I roll hey. crap. Oh no. Um, oh no. <laughs> yeah. The dwarf just. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the elven court, it's total fun. failure. I know. He Alois. just went to LA, so he's a little, yeah. little banged yeah. up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, Alois, you grab this ring just as Beery is about to snatch it, and you do so subtly enough that it doesn't cause a ruckus too much, but Thranduil and Tanel are close enough that they would have noticed. Did you both pass your awareness checks? I hit my target number exactly. All right, Tanel oh, passed With flying colors. Yeah, I got uh, 18 target numbers, 11. Tanel, you watch as you two are having this conversation. You are pouring your heart out. Thranduil is pouring his heart out. Thranduil's eyes go wide. And you quick turn around and notice that Halloweth is clutching his hand very tightly, very close to Beery. Beery, what are you doing in this moment? He's trying to grab it out of his hands. Like, I, I don't want to drag this onto him, but he he wants oh, it back. Oh, no, this is it. This is it. Okay. Oh my I'll God. let this scene play oh, out. No. Hollow's going to jam his foot into Beery's. That's okay. Grabbing the foot. Don't grab oh, the popcorn. Where's the popcorn? I, I, I'm, stamping, I'm stamping my foot into your foot. I, I don't think it's quite oh, a grab. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't yeah. think that would, I don't think you I'm could not, I'm not I'm trying to out. kick you in. I, I thought you were trying to do like, this is Sparta. No, no. No, no. Mark what? That would be so, ex- that would be so excessive. No, I'm just joking. Did Emperor's New Randall Groove pick a door down to us? I, I did, was about to say. I did Emperor's New Groove <laughs> a door down. You've learned your lesson. You've learned your lesson. You heard Ale's voice. Um, Beery is determined to get that ring back. Hmm. Well, um, whatever that looks like, I don't want to like, whatever, whatever that looks like, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try and get it back. How that's actually going to, with his free hand, Grab a thick strand of Barry's beard and go. <laughs> Not the beard! <laughs> Just as a like a a kind of water in the face kind of moment of. Chris is here, so I'm gonna let Chris experience this because that's an extra six HP to the final boss. Ronduil, <laughs> Tanel. You both turn around quick as a flash, and Halloweth and Beery are seemingly having some sort of schoolyard scrap style fight. Give it to me! Give it back! Would Thranduil. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Would Thranduil sense the presence of a ring of power? Let's let the dice decide this. Give me. Mm -hmm. Would this be an awareness check or an insight check? I'll allow you to roll either. I'll allow you either a, a an awareness check or an insight check. Okay, let's do awareness. Okay. While Chris is rolling, Tanel is just staring at both of them like like a mother. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's like kind of backing up, ready for like a charge. Like his backup is like against Tanel. Give it back! And he's charging. He's Hollow's going to give the briefest of to Tanel to show what he's holding. <laughs> And then be like, mm. okay, well, Beery just rolled an attack roll. So oh, while Chris is telling me 
whether or not they rolled well. Beery, I need you to roll an unarmed attack. Chris, okay. what did you roll? What did, did another Thrawn do? 18. Different numbers, but Ooh. still another 18. Okay. Beat the target number by seven. All right. Amazing. So the dice have decided. Unarmed there attack. is an aura that you feel suddenly begin to appear in this chamber. And the, the elves around in these sort of like stairwells and, and halls are, are watching with bated breath. You hear uh, a couple of murmurs as Beery charges towards Hallowith. Thranduil, you begin to feel drawn towards Hallowith as well, and you begin to walk slowly towards him. Beery, and tell me somewhere. what you rolled. <laughs> Much better. Um... It's a uh, 20. Are you full on dog tackling? 100%. Hands bound and just little legs <laughs> oh firing off. Oh my God, yeah. He like backs up a against 20? the and then lunges and is 100% going like low yeah. to set, set the elf off his feet. Can I Hallowith, try and avoid? Sweep can the I, leg. Can I do, <laughs> why don't we do a contested athletics check here? So you rolled okay. an 18. The, uh, Hallowith needs to roll above an 18 in an oh athletics check God. to dodge out of the way. 20, yeah, 20, for one who was right. complaining oh, me, about Wheel's dramatic <laughs> nature. Oh, yeah. Zach. Who's fighting in the room? Open. You hear Owlay in there somewhere? Hang on. Let's see if you can get this. <gasps> did, did you? Did you? Did you? Didn't. Not quite. One away, though. <gasps> Whoa! One away from oh, the max. Sixes. My Two, God. Six, six, only also, can we appreciate the dice tray for a second? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I got, we got the Zach yeah, and I. Same one. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing. You gotta get me one of those. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Beery, try as you might, you lean back, you charge, launch yourself at Hallowith, and Hallowith, taken aback, is able to step out of the way. Hallowith, I need you to roll only an awareness check because you oh now hold God. the ring. These damn rings. Uh, gee, another two sixes on the D6. Oh, six that's on the good. D12, 18, 21. 21 total. Yeah. Hallowith, the last time you held these rings, they almost destroyed you. They but did, you ascended yes. to another level of godhood. I did. <laughs> but you're smarter now. I am. And you look at this ring in your open hand, but you do not put it on. Thranduil, however, is now mere inches oh. from your face, my and the God. scene continues. Uh, can I use my magic again? What would you like to do? I would like to, because first instinct with Thranduil would be to protect everyone else that's around them. So I would like to call up, uh, because the caves are, are constructed using a lot of vines that are through the, mm -hmm. the underground tunnels, mm -hmm. um, I'd like for him to basically summon the roots up to block them off from the crowd. Got it. Okay. 
Um, if anybody's going to be going after a ring of power, it's not going to be his people. Right, 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 right. Make, this is going to be a lot of magic all at once. You're going to need to call on a deeper power. I need you to make a lore check for me to see okay. if you can understand exactly what you need for all of this. Holy crap, this is escalating. <laughs> Are you favored in that? Ooh, okay. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, Chris. Chris, hmm? this is something I didn't put on your character sheet. You are favored okay. in lore, meaning you roll two d12s and take the higher of the two. Thank goodness, because <laughs> happy to help. Is that an eye of sal? Oh, oh it's, no, a it's a one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank goodness I get to reroll that. Boring, oh meta game in the best possible way. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reminding everybody of their rules. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, new player. <laughs> okay, so I, I rolled a six instead. That's definitely better. Okay, so a six and um, then the three d sixes. Three d sixes. I got a six, a five, and a two. Six. So five, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Twenty-one. Plus. A six, a five is eleven plus two is thirteen plus a so six 19. on the d six. So nineteen. Yeah, yes. Nineteen. And your target number uh, is 11. an eleven. Oh my god. The three of you in this mere seconds of sheer craziness. Tanel, you're still trying to figure out what's going on. Thranduil, mm -hmm. you recognize in an instant what is happening. You summon the power of nature that you know you have been in touch with. And the three of you notice that the vines and roots and branches that make up the fortress of Mirkwood begin to move in such a way that it almost seals you into this nearly dome-like cathedral, cutting off anybody from a stairwell or window or hallway that may have been peering in. And the four of you are completely alone. Alone at last. You have the moment. Um, while he's doing this, his his eyes just flare uh, green, and there's just a rippling of energy from him into Greenwood surrounding him. Oh, let's see. Um, I think he's going to, because they're on the ground now, right? Beery is on the ground. Beery is on the ground. Halloweth was able to sidestep it fast enough. I'd like and... to think that I actually flipped straight over him with <laughs> the roll that I got. I just went. Of I'm not, I'm of not allowing backflips unless you roll a Gandalf. I'm sorry. That's... No, okay, fine. But I'll just like I'll do like the you know how Legolas quite ridiculously jumps on the heads of the dwarfs as he goes on the barrels. Mm -hmm. And that's like yeah, he's just gonna go <laughs> over over his head. Okay, I'll allow it. I was expecting like a Van Damme split. <laughs> <laughs> like a flash dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my Thranduil, goodness. what are you doing in this moment? Um, with, uh, with eyes blazing, I think Thranduil's going to approach Halloweth knowing what he holds in his hand. Halloweth, you have resisted the power of this ring. You stand fully yourself, mere inches 
from an elven king. Stay back, King L'Oreal. Enough of you. That was a very, yeah, just, nah. -uh. Don't, he just has a look in his eyes, which is just, no, in no way are you coming near me. I think that's, he's going to stop dead for an instant. And the anger that is on his face should astound you. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> he does a good anger. He, he has a good anger. But he says, you dare to bring one of those rings into my realm. You think I want to take it from you? Most people do. You don't know me well at all, then. As you two are fixated on each other, mm -hmm. does Thranduil have a, oh, I don't know, a, like a dagger or a, or a oh short sword God. on their belt? Oh, no. Make a scan check. I say he might have a ceremonial dagger if this passes. Sauron, he's so enraged, he can't even take his eyes off the <laughs> ring. You don't see wait. any weapons. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. You are favored. That's favored? right. You are favored in scan. I rolled a two. <laughs> wait a minute. Nice. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Max, your face. I thought you rolled like a Gandalf. Yeah. I was worried. With a two, he succeeded. What? Yeah. How? He's got crazy scan. How many D6s do you roll for scan? Three. And your target number is? 13. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Shit. Okay, hang on. Chris, I'm going to roll a dice to see if you have a dagger in plain view, because mm -hmm. that's a very stupid idea for a king to do. You would know where it is, but it might be hidden. Hang on. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I would say he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be armed in his own front room, yeah. Yeah. typically. Well, yeah. At least well, not Beery. Beery, Well, Chris, welcome looking. to the chaos. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. I thrive in it. Usually, there's not a ring involved. This is like <laughs> this is cranked to a level. I'm an now. I'm yeah. an agent of chaos. I'm loving Excellent. every moment of this. Yes. Oh God, Beery, you glance around all up and down Thranduil. You do get a pretty good beat on him, and there are parts of his cloak that could be weapons. But you can't be sure. And even if they are, they're under folds of robes. So you would have to physically assault this guy. I Touch mean, me, dwarf, and I'll take the hand. I mean, uh, we're that's talking my like a brooch. <laughs> a, a brooch is a weapon in the right hands. Oh, Just my God. Trying to grab anything that he can take away and try to threaten the elf <laughs> with the ring. Chris, I'm going to ask because you know Thrawn probably crown? better than any yeah. of us. Can't reach it. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you're reaching the crown. Would Thranduil okay. have any sharp objects on his his in in the in the in the wardrobe that you described? Would Thranduil mm -hmm. have any sharp jewelry or he would? Uh, Thranduil wears rings, and they tend to be larger and more ornate than your typical elves. So he probably and given the uh, the way Thranduil's accessories mm -hmm. uh, tend to reflect the state of Mirkwood. They're going to be kind of sharp and pointy. So oh, yes. I love it. There are some sharp and rings. pointy rings on Thranduil's 
you're, you're, you are all definitely seeing a different side of Beery where he is crazed at any given time, but not in anger and rage and in, in uh, desperation. Um, yeah, yeah, even Flandwill finds this odd because you yeah. were jovial almost. Well, because despite yeah. his animosity. Do this proper. Um, yeah. yeah, he's definitely trying to go after a bracelet, anything that's sharp and pointy okay. and is going to try and threaten you not yourself <laughs> exactly exactly chris uh that's an extra six hp to the final ball that's not Brandon <laughs> didn't say it i did all right, right yeah. it you're lucky i haven't done that like eight times at this point <laughs> oh i yeah. tend to do a lot of references all the time don knows this i i do we've had many a phone conversation when, okay why this is gonna be what kills us yeah. it's gonna be your fault this yeah. is gonna be a <laughs> This is gonna be God. Just blame Thranduil. It's fine. Uh, yeah, for being just such an extra boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, extra boys. Let's do this. This is going to be a contested athletics check. Thranduil, you will have favor because you're almost seven feet tall, and Beery, you're not. <laughs> okay, so favor is adding an extra d6, correct? Uh, no, favor is uh, two d12s. Take the higher right, of the two. The Same number of, the two. of d6. Mm-hmm. Beery. I still succeeded. Even okay. with an I have Saron. I'm so excited I'm out of focus. Here we go. Yeah. Um oh my God. I rolled two sixes. Oh my God. But I rolled like my fifth I have Saron today. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So typically... and he's just trying to yank on like Wendell's arm. Just give me the ring back. Okay. Oh my goodness. Thranduil, what do you roll? Um you're, I'm lucky I got to re-roll because again my D12 gave me a one. Uh, oh so seven, six, and one. So I really hit the two extremes on my D6s. Yes, you did. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. Okay. So that beats Beery's. Oh. Wait, so I'm sorry, I, I forgot it was contested. I'll give you the actual number. It is uh 14 total. Um and a seven, a six, and a one is also a 14. Is it not? Wizard Way, Chris, Thranduil. Do we need to do rollies? Uh, it's a 13, is it not? Seven, oh, it's, six, it's and four, one. 13, seven, six, and one. No, it is 14. It is yeah. 14 as well. Okay. Okay. Oh, my target God. number is 11. You both beat your target numbers, but you both <laughs> rolled the same thing. This yeah. is, instead of, instead of rollies, I am now going to allow the other two players to interact in this moment Definitely. because Tanel, thank you. Yes. In the last <laughs> 10 seconds, <laughs> Thranduil has summoned the root magic. Beery has pulled out a ring. Halloweth has grabbed the ring, shown you that he has it now, mm-hmm. dove out of the Which way of the charging dwarf. And now you watch as Beery is grabbing onto one of the bracelets that Thranduil has and is desperately trying to grab it. What and he did, he did yell, give me the ring back, right? Max? He did. Is that he what did. Beery yelled? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tanel is going to kneel down grab beery's face and spin it to her and go beery it's it's tricking you beery <laughs> what do i what do i roll to break out of this don and Halloweth headbutt sorry and Halloweth <laughs> just headbutt the dwarf him. While, while, literally, while Tanel has him in mm-hmm. her, oh. his, his face in her hands, 
and is looking so pleadingly and lovingly at him. How mm-hmm. that's gonna go? Hang on, hang on. Before <laughs> before you do that, I'm gonna let this first part oh, yeah. play out. Yeah, because yeah. Max go, asked go, go, a question. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Max, you're not wearing the ring anymore. This is just Beery. What does Beery feel in this moment as he realizes what he has just done? Oh, that cut deep, Don. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he looks at Tanel now that at his level and as like, yeah, just he's just seeing red. His pupils are dilated, you know, he's bloodshot and he is just crazed. You kind of watch his consciousness come back to his pupils and like make eye contact with you to know and stop and then look around him for like almost seeing the situation for the first time in the last 10 seconds and just be pretty dumbfounded. Uh, but he does stop. Beery, you take two points of damage as you feel a headbutt coming oh! out the side of your head. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, is is Beery's hand still like grappling with Thranduil? He's. I imagine he's still holding on and like holding on. Janelle's yeah, holding just, his face. Uh, can I? Because she's like, turned yeah. it. To yeah, her. yeah. 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 Uh, Thranduil doesn't trust that this attempt by Tanel is going to work. So can I take my other hand of rings and try and pointy stab his hand? Off you of mine? certainly can. Now, technically speaking. This wouldn't be a sword, but since it is a sharp object on your wrist, I will allow you to make an attack roll. Roll one okay. d twelve and two d. Excuse me, three d sixes. Third. Beery, what is your parry score? Uh, he doesn't have his shield on and his armor. I'm assuming you do not. Crap! I don't know what that number is. It's low. It's, I believe it's a 16 with your armor, 18 with your shield. So yeah, we will 16 say- 16 naturally. Yeah, so- But he Chris, usually has a helmet and chain shirt. Mm-hmm. So Chris, I will say you need to roll a 15 or higher. Uh, easily done. I rolled 21. Okay, Fury, you take an additional three points of damage as you feel a fist with sharp rings on it. Clock you in the other side of the head. Oh my god. Oh, the other is I was just trying to stab his hand off of me. Oh, 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 okay. Sorry. Yes. He was trying to get a weapon and I'm like, no, 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 you're you're right. You're right. (laughs) No. So let me let me try that again. Beery. (laughs) Beery, you feel a sharp jabbing pain as you're not wearing armor. These rings on Thranduil's uh hand stab into you and pierce skin. And you let Um, go. And you you find yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he just lets lets his head slip from Tinel's hand and kind of like steps backwards a little bit and looks at everybody, and just looks very ashamed. I think Thranduil is going to yell enough, <laughs> and I think the roots are going to shiver for a second. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a shudder throughout all the room. Tinel's gonna still kneeling like take a step forward towards Beery. Are you all right? Fine. Are you all right? Yes, of course. I'm really sorry. What, was it him? No, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe that. Bird? No, 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 it was Aule. 
spoke to me. And she kind of like looks back at the ring or like yeah. where she would think it is. It's How in Hallowet Sand. I believe you heard that, Beery, but I, you'll have to forgive me for thinking it was a trick. Yeah, I'm starting to um, question it myself. I really hope I haven't um, dug us into a hole we can't uh, work our way out of like we usually do. I'm really oh. sorry, Tin. No, 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 you will figure it out. And to know, uh, I think Thranduil is going like his eyebrow raised, and he's just going to roll his eyes and be like, "And they call me dramatic." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sidel does like stand up and goes, "Well, now you know how powerful his sway is." I didn't have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Tanel is uh, Tanel just like pivots and looks at Hallowith and the ring and it's like I mean he does I think the look on Thrandall's face is saying explain yourselves. Yeah, he's yeah, I can't I can't remember if Tanel knows <laughs> yeah. that they even had it at a certain point. Tanel you Tanel did, did know. You did know. Yeah. Thank I, you, Chris. Th- yeah, Tanel, I was about to say I think I saw I've been you watching religiously. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> failed the stealth check to try and grab it. So both you and Haldir are aware, but in the midst of the chaos of the Galadriel battle, yeah. it was just one of those things that you saw, mm-hmm. but it, it didn't, it didn't register. Your parents were there. Yeah. Hallowith and didn't so, know. And Hallowith yeah, did not Hallowith know. Yeah, Hallowith didn't know. Okay. No. Okay. So you knew, but it wasn't mm-hmm. in the forefront of your mind. Gotcha. Okay. She's going to say in Elvin, very quietly, we have to get rid of that. Chris, any chance you can translate that right now? <laughs> Something like destroy it? What's, what's the Elvish for destroy it? For destroy it? Or, or uh, so, Hold on. You got destroy this, Destroy it. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take a six HP off the final boss because that was Thank me. you. That Thank was you. me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. Chris, we don't we don't have to do that. That was a very silly. Oh, just but like, it'd be fun. Do you know it offhand? I don't want you to have to like translate it right now. If um, I I basically I had a uh, I had a translation thing open in one of the windows on my computer. So <laughs> yeah, I, I need I to learn. You, Chris. I need to learn Elvish now. Yeah, oh, I'd love to. Be, but you know how they in, I always imagine the scene in Seventeen again when they're just talking Elvish over the. Dinner. Has anyone seen Seventeen again? A yes. really dumb Zac Efron yeah. film. Yes, I yeah. know Zac I just want to be able about. to have that conversation over dinner. <laughs> just be the coolest people. Uh, coolest is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> the, the best people in the room. Yeah. Does, yeah. does Duolingo have Elvish? No, but I'll try. <laughs> does to not. It does not. Chris. That would be so good. <laughs> not yet. I'm working on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. I there isn't necessarily a destroy, but there is like a slay or kill, so we could use that, and and so it, it would be much like Aragorn says at Helm's Eve, you know, ah, kill him, right? Yeah. Um, so it's Dago Den, Dago Den. Right. How cool is this? Just this is amazing. <laughs> Dago Den. Dago All right. Den. So in Elvish, Tanel. Yeah. Dago Den. Hello. Yeah, I. I'm aware. 
I here now, right in front. It's, it's, whenever, I think, and she's like through gritted teeth and Elvis. Whenever you get the chance. And Halas uh, gonna go. Oh, for oh, for Manway's sake, just like drops the ring, gets egg loss. Oh no, he you doesn't do have, have it. Have egg loss. <laughs> oh, you are dis. Armed. Nothing around that I can Tight. use. Okay, he's, he's not going to do that, obviously, because that would be ridiculous. Um, There's a bracelet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he's just. what are you doing in this moment as these two elves speak in Elvish to try and figure out what to do to destroy it? Um. Can he make an attempt to just immediately destroy it? To knock it from Halloweth and try to you can knock it? it you can knock it from your hand, but destroying it would be Yeah, I'm like yeah. He would need okay, to we'll, like we'll get let a, the dice... an actual weapon. Here, I mean there's magic, say. but you could yeah. try. Here's what I would say. It would need to be either you asking Halloweth for it or you taking it from him in a contested athletics check and then another role of do you have the lore you'll make a lore check to see if you know if your magic is powerful enough to disassemble this ring from the inside mm-hmm. out with magic do you want to try that or you want to role play it out it's up to you um how is this going to go we can talk about this we had better Shrabby would say and um, the, the desire in him to just destroy the lot of you to take care of the entire problem is definitely there um, we don't want to have to oh, this, we have this is very much a fight. never have I ever moment yeah <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think with the you know we had better there's sort of an unspoken we need to talk and definitely not amongst an audience of course mm-hmm. i have the means of destroying this i've done it before i just need my weapon Frandrel's going to take a very deep beleaguered breath and slowly let it out to calm himself and you're going to see his eyes slowly bleed back to their normal blue. And the roots are going to slowly start dissipating and he's going to look you dead in the eyes and say, that I can help with. Okay. Um... You found something Franduil actually wants to do. (laughs) Yeah. I also want to destroy this thing. I was unaware, and you kind of had a little side eye, Barry, that it was in our possession still. Eyes narrow at Barry. Death glare from Thranduil. Well, okay, no, I'm allowed to do that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, Janelle, I'm allowed allowed to do that. I can do that. Tanel takes does the same thing she did before, just puts like one foot in yeah. front of Barry and like half steps in front of him again. I think on, on the other side, like the other leg, like how that's gonna step on the other side. Just, so Barry's completely yeah. scared between the two. Barry, the two butt cheeks of Halloweth <laughs> and Tanel stand at eye level as you are blocked and guarded against the Rondewil. 
Well, I think Thranduil is. Make an awareness is... check just to see who's thicker with two C's. <laughs> Thick. Uh, Thick boy. You know what? Make contested athletics checks. Yeah. Let's see which oh one of God. you has Roll a better posterior. Roll for oh butt cheeks. I'm going to use a hope point. I put- oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> Extra D6. Hey, that's Gondolin's ass. <laughs> hey. I am not using a hope point on this. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you soil the integrity <laughs> of all the roles? I hope there will be no soiling uh, for Barry's sake. Um, okay. I <laughs> I got an eight, 18's my number. I got another 18. And now I regret to inform you. Let no. Me just, let me just get my. Uh, no. Take a picture. Oh take a picture. Grab I'm taking a picture. No, because no, uh, no, this needs to be. This is the best roll ever. So that's six. 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 Can't read the other two. Oh Another my six. God. Whoop. Hold on. Th- three. You just like super old. Is that a twelve? <laughs> yeah. Three sixes. Max rolled. Change the angle. I can't quite see the. Yeah, I see. Oh, I, I do the see tw- the twelve. Oh, oh my goodness. god! You maximum roll. You just max D six. I'm hot. <laughs> Tenel, uh, Beery from behind is like, <clears throat> baby got in hot. <laughs> oh, kind of muffled from like, behind. A- like, I thought I was good with eighteen. Hang on, everybody, shut up! I need to narrate what Beery sees with these asses. Oh. Beery. They both look pretty good. Stand in front of you. You haven't you haven't had the chance to like quite check them out, but damn, Tanel is thick. Hate he to see you go, hands. but I love to watch you leave. Mm. The steps of Lorian have sure paid off. <laughs> Zach, this was your idea. I know. I thought I was <laughs> good. The whole point. I and you I and it bit you good. in the ass, didn't it? It really, literally did. I, I this. I got a 10 on my D12. I thought I was grand. Yeah, but Tanel max. I gotta see out. some fan art of this. That's so just funny. You know, this, just con- this just confirms that Tanel's hot and that's all that matters. Tanel yeah. well, is that's looking fine. Very nice. Fine. Baby got back. That mm. is Gondolin's ass. That is <laughs> I. Wow. I'm so tempted oh to end the gosh. session right there, but no, no we are no, not doing that. No, we <laughs> cannot do that. There's, mm. Right. Oh, no, so. I'll just text you the picture real quick so you have it. Thank you. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. We'll put it on screen. Thranduil, um, please tell me what you would like to do as Save you us, decide mm. you are going to destroy these rings with these three troublemakers that have entered your realm. Um, uh, since they've stepped in front of the dwarf. Uh-huh. Actually, take a <laughs> fellowship point for that. Take a fellowship. Oh, point. Yay! Yeah. Done. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. nice. Thanks, guys. An ass fellowship point. Oh, <laughs> <son of> a- <laughs> All right, Thrandu, what you doing? Um. Okay. Your weapons were all confiscated, but I had the pleasure of looking at them myself, and I assume it was the dwarfs doing that such ingenious designs were created. 
What mm. materials do you require to destroy this ring? I will not let it leave my realm. Hearts the butts. Materials? <laughs> Did someone say materials? <laughs> yes, Master Dwarf. One said materials. Um, I have the uh, tables have turned. Um, kind of like shoves himself through and kind of stands. On one condition, one yeah. condition, sir. Name it, name it. You will share your arrowhead designs with my people so we may better defend ourselves. Well, I, uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, we could probably work something out along those lines. Maybe even I'll have a new design, uh, special just for your people. Huh? <laughs> Thrandril is, you're going to see just the tiniest hint of a smile and a glint in his eye. Ha! I knew the stories of my people were wrong. I feel like I can like you one day. I'll speak to my smiths. They will need speaking to. Yes. <laughs> oh, they will? I'm Make sure that the elven rooms, smiths are, especially in this realm, not wanting to deal with you, but Thranduil will ensure it happens. Mm. Yes, make way for the dwarf. It is at this point, you three, or you four, excuse me, hear a rush of steps. Because keep in mind, only a few seconds have passed since Thranduil has let down the, mm -hmm. the sort of barriers. And you see um, the elf that had the bow pointed at you, um, Ravandir, go, my lord Thranduil. And he, she's got her bow drawn, pointed at all three of you. Stay your bow. Loosens. Please move these three to proper lodgings rather than back to the dungeons. Finel just turns with her bound hands to one of the guards like, all right. Guard very quickly <laughs> takes a dagger out and slices it on all three of you. Hands freed. Thank you, Your Grace. <laughs> Don't strain yourself, Hallowef. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hallowef, mm. are you now freed, attempting to immediately go get your stuff and destroy this ring, or would you like to hold off? What? No, he's gonna he's gonna look to Thranduil and he's gonna say, "Would you like to come with me to wherever you should like to destroy this thing and be present at its destruction?" Oh, I insist upon it. Then lead the way. He's All right, ripping it like yeah, 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 in your hand. He's not letting mm -hmm. it show. He's just, it's mm -hmm. in his hand. Mm -hmm. Well, Thranduil wouldn't want it to show to his people and mm -hmm. provide mm -hmm. any sort of temptation. So yeah. he's going to allow that. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Thranduil, for the sake of ease, we will say that you bring the three party members to the chamber where their stores are being kept. And as you open the door, Beery, you hear a, <laughs> and you see Gorge and the cart 
all there, all safe and uh, gorgeous. He's he's tied up a little bit. Like he, they didn't want him wandering around, but like he's he's not like hurt or anything. He's just on a little. Can leash. I can I add something? Go ahead. Can I? This isn't me fully DMing, but uh, I think it would be no, appropriate if uh, the guards that are guarding the provisions are a bit, shall we say, intoxicated. <laughs> Why? <Wine>, finally. <laughs> I love it when I co-DM with you, Chris. This is great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Yuri is running, and it's like slow-mo. Like, dude, like running chariots of fire. Yeah. Chariots of fire <laughs> plays in the background. The it, boar straining against this metal chain. Yuri rushes to the arms, or paws, or hoofs, whatever the pigs have. Just hold, yeah, just hooves over the shoulder just holding on to gorge his buddy i missed you so much my friend hi and just kind of like hold his little face like tanel did with beery hi we've got some forging to do <laughs> fernand wills again rolling his eyes and saying dwarves hallowith <laughs> What are you doing in this moment with the ring in your hand? And Tanel, what are you doing as you see all of your stuff laid out on the table? Well, she's going to grab everything. Yeah. Um, but she's going to take a step back from everyone, and she is keeping a keen eye on them because she's a little wary of what's going to happen. Okay. All right. Hallowith. Um, He's going to take... Uh, you kind of look at Thrandu and go, here? You want to destroy it here? No, you said you destroyed the other two, I presume. Well, what tools need you to destroy this one? Oh. Um, he kind of picks up Eglos. This, and Thranduil would recognize that. Thranduil yeah. would, I was just about to say, Thranduil <laughs> would recognize this. The spear of Gilgalad, and and in <laughs> as much as he disliked Gilgalad, mm. um, this does prove to him that your story is absolutely true. Um, he then just, he says, "This is all I need. Lead the way." Thranduil, with me. Where are you taking them? Um. I would want to take them to a chamber where Thranduil tends to practice his magics. So this would be something that's quite private and um, insulated, if you will, from from a lot of magical stuff. I have this built. I have this built. Don't you worry. Mm. Um, I've got got rooms in Mirkwood. What's up, Beery? As... as, um... As these kind of guards are are a little bit drunken, is there a, a wine bottle around them? Uh, make a scan check for me. <laughs> <laughs> Randall looks at them with a pointed glance and says, "I'll yeah. deal with you later." <laughs> <laughs> Twenty. This is, yeah. Now it's a habit. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a wine bottle on the table that contains oh. all of your stuff. Grabbing it make- and following these guys. Um, hang on. Rolling for the guards. Oh, ill favor. Dang it. Honestly, at the same time, like Thranduil understands why they need a bit of levity. It's kind of yeah. been dark times here. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, that was an eye of Sauron, so they are absolutely <laughs> piss drunk. All right, so <laughs> Thranduil absolutely leaves. phenomenal. Um, Thranduil, would Gorge <laughs> be allowed to accompany the three? Is Gorge coming to this chamber? I I would raise an eyebrow at that and be like, the pig oh, is yeah. required. Uh, he's one of us. Very Brap. important. Brap. You do certainly smell like one another. Burn. Hey, we take that as a compliment. <laughs> I do have that in Elvish, but <laughs> yeah. I will refrain. <laughs> All right. Um, so the pig comes. Yeah. Okay. The pig the pig comes. Okay. He will he will allow it. Obviously the pig wasn't being well guarded anyway. <laughs> the three of you are taken by Thranduil, not too far from where the throne room was, but even further down and further down into the deeps. And there is a small door off to the left side of a hallway deep underground. And as you enter, it is dark. And Thranduil, you would be able to just uh, grab one of your flint and tinders and light one of the torches. And inside is a circular room, almost completely dark and completely shut from the outside world. But there are small roots sticking out from the ground, almost as if they are ready to come forward, because you notice that the holes that the roots are in are slightly larger than what they contain. So it's almost like a reverse spike ball, if you will. Mm. You all walk in, Thranduil, Halloweth, how would you like to handle this? Um, Halloweth is going to, I assume there's like a, a, not altar, but you know, stone pedestal that will be somewhere there, even if it's a hardened tree stump of some kind. I think what? something could be moved into place. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He places the ring on the center, sort of flicks the spear around in his hand, and just gestures to Thranduil to take the spear and say, maybe Orofor would have some. Not revenge, but satisfaction in you destroying this heirloom of Inladris. There are a couple different emotions that are going to cross his face. <laughs> um, he's going to reach out, and before he takes Iglos, he's going to hesitate and look in your eyes, and he's going to say, the last time I was in this room, I was with my son. He'll take Iglos. And just says, gladly. Chris, please make an attack roll. 1d12 and 4 D6s. This is a powerful weapon. Oh yeah, it is. It's great. <laughs> so nervous about this roll. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> don't let it botch. Please don't yeah. let it botch. Tell me what you roll. 24. 
Chris, please describe how Thranduil flourishes this spear and destroys the final elven ring of power. Thranduil is going to take a step back and his eyes are going to shift once again and the room starts to shudder as the vines sort of creep out and you can see them making shapes and energy is pouring from these roots into Thranduil as he raises Aiglos and brings it down with every iota of pain and grief and anger that he has held for millennia toward not only the Dark Lord, but those who never came to his aid. These rings were denied him, and he will destroy them. And he brings down Iglos to the ring. The three of you watch as with flourish and root magic and the strength of the last elven king of Mirkwood. The ring splits in half. And that is where we are going to end. Oh, oh, yes. of the unpredicted oh, party. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, satisfying. Oh. I had no idea we were going to get to that. Zach. Well done on that last bit. That was nice. Chris. Thank you just you. made Thranduil's day. Oh Holy my cow. god! You know okay. they have they have beef, but the, they're all on the same side, really. And well, and and this moment is so important to a character like Thranduil. Mm-hmm. Like he's well, he's just we'll, we'll worked in conjunction the, we'll with these save three. It for the, and... the after party, we got it. We got it. Oh yeah, significant, my friend. All right. <laughs> Patrons, thank you so much for, or sorry, everybody, thank you so much for joining (laughs) us on this session. Join us on Patreon for the Unpredicted After Party. Uh, For those of us that are going to be here to talk about what the heck just happened in this two and a half hour episode featuring (laughs) Thranduil, the Elven King. I'm Don Marshall. Joining me are my internet friends, Tori Fox, Zach Smith, Max Randolph, and Wizardway Chris as our guest playing Thranduil. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.